Hello, guys. Welcome to the Off The Field podcast with George and Louis. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, mate. How about yourself? Yeah, good, mate. Plenty to talk about for us in the first episode today. Plenty of plenty of football and headlines this week. Maybe we should probably just start it simple and maybe talk about um, the weekend's results, uh, Champions League. Uh, I suppose we will be, probably start off with um, the first big game last weekend, what was uh, Leicester-Liverpool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good place to start. Yeah, not for the Liverpool fans who are listening, but yeah, certainly uh, a good watch for most people, as yeah. most people dislike <laughs> Liverpool. They, they were right for 70 minutes, 78, episodes, was it? 78 75 minutes, about that, and then mm. went downhill from there. Uh, yeah, do, certainly. Do you, know I mean? yeah. do you think that goal should have been ruled? That, uh, was it Madison's uh, equaliser? Do you think that should have been ruled out for offside? It's interesting with that, because I think... Um, I do think if it's offside, and I, I think it's in Holland, where if the lines overlap or they're touching, they just rule it onside. Mm-hmm. Even if it's yeah. on, they just yeah. call it off. I think they should do that here as well, just because it's just hard to call. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, I personally I think mean, it's onside. But. One thing I've noticed, I mean, we'll talk about the Champions League later, but from watching. The Champions League in general, and then watching the Premier League, I don't think VAR is necessarily the problem. It's the people behind it. Yeah. Because like it's, I mean, you've seen it with David Luiz and and his red cards. Um, and obviously no consistency. Was it um, Benarek as well? Southampton, their red cards and like yeah. they, identical. You yeah. Know, Chris, both questionable decisions. The Benarek was over, um, was overturned in the end, and that was a decision made by VAR. So it's it's I don't think that's the problem. I definitely do think it's the people behind it. Mm. Uh, and like I said, I think it's a difficult one to say whether it should have been ruled out. I mean, because Amati's definitely interfering with play. He's making a gesture to go towards the ball. He hasn't touched yeah. it. And he's making a gesture he's to yeah. it. But so I, I don't know. It's a, it's a it's a trick one. I'm, I'm still unsure about it, whether or not it should have been ruled out or not. Mm. I think VAR in general is a good. A good topic, especially. Well, it seems to be every weekend. I mean, I can't. I mean, yeah. I mean, so every there's always at least one one game in every mm. match day, match day week, where VAR has done something questionable. Like it's, yeah. you know, like it it was brought in to aid the referees, but really, I don't think it's it's not. No, it's not. Ever. I think refereeing's got worse with it coming in. Referees almost scared to make decisions. That's what I I feel. Yeah, they're too over reliant on it. They kind of hide behind it. If that makes sense. I think they they kind of think you know, oh, I'm just gonna let VAR decide and not mm. myself. And then it's like, because even with them going over to the pitch side monitors, like you know, they're, they're still kind of like, mm, like I, I, feel, I mean, I think I've you know, I think we've seen before, you know, when they go over to the pitch side monitor, players trying to still. Um, what's, uh, what's what I'm looking for here? Sort of like um, can't think of the word. <laughs> um, in a sense, sort of push them to make a decision, like sort of uh, sway. That's the word because sway the, the decision making when they go over to that monitor. I mean, I, I mean, as for the quarter, did it? Um, yeah, it went uh, over there. It's like shouting at the referee. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah uh, Werner uh, was fouled. I, I don't know how the keeper wasn't carded there. That's a stupid like. <laughs> that in itself was yeah. Oh, there's just no. It's weird, isn't it? Because I, like, when you watch Champions League, 
I don't think I've ever watched a Champions League game. They have VAR, and I never see a decision where I'm like, God. Same in. Um, well, it was the Euros, because they used in the Euros, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they used. Um, uh, would have been the World, the World Cup, Cup in World Russia, Cup, yeah. yeah. The World Cup, where they used um, VAR, and I thought it was perfect. It's just mm. the officiating in English football is dreadful. Yeah, it is bad. Mike Dane obviously had the weekend off because of um, you know, some rather outrageous. I mean, abuse use. is very <laughs> a strong topic at the moment. Uh, yeah, in kind of all forms. I mean, I say I'll cover later. I mean, that's one quick thing I do want to mention uh, actually is that as long along with doing podcasts, sort of recapping the events happening the weekend, we've also discussed possibly doing a podcast where we cover a single main issue, so whether it be VAR, refereeing decisions or you know abuse so you are interested in that you know please let us know um we will attach our, our twitter page and obviously the comments on youtube as well um but if you listen on spotify then head to our twitter page and let us know uh you can also send in questions there as well um, yeah leave questions down below. below yeah but if you want us to do that it's something we are we think of doing you know so we can sort of just spend like an hour hour and a half going fully in depth on a single issue so uh please do let us know instead of sort of covering it briefly in these podcasts um but yeah, I suppose we'll see after Liverpool game, I mean, obviously Alisson made another error. Um, <laughs> yeah. Again, I don't know what I don't know what's happened there. to him the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously Liverpool's defence just didn't look for goals all over the place, you know. Nah. It's, I mean, I've never rated Trent, but, you know. No, no. That's, you know, <laughs> getting a lot of arguments for that. Dyke, you know, yeah. most of your mistakes aren't going to be noticeable because he's going to cover them all yeah so when he's not exactly. there you you know the magnifying glass is really over your mistakes and like yeah. how often he's making them you know because attacking me he's he's really good i mean defensively he just can't be asked defensively <laughs> just jogged i reckon yeah i make, i reckon if i played with van dyke i'd look half decent <laughs> yeah, anyone <laughs> put them alongside you know van dyke or whoever they're gonna, yeah. they're gonna look decent and um you know, I think I think Trent's probably one that maybe because it spoke about um, when he sort of first came through that later on in his career, maybe him moving into midfield. Cause I think he spent a lot of time. Yeah, because he started as a midfielder, I believe. Yeah. And um, there's always something that was like maybe later on down the line that you look into. Um, mm. there. But I think maybe it's probably something that should probably happen sooner rather than later. Yeah, um, I think so. Especially with missing Henderson in midfield, I need. Oh, that, that's the big miss Liverpool I think as well it's Henderson not being in midfield I mean I don't know why they didn't go out in January and buy you know not a world class centre back but like a top class yeah they sort of bought two in but it seems I don't know they're not they're just sort of papering over the cracks it does seem but I mean one of them is Preston, was it? Was it, Preston it, Ben Davies Ben Davies I don't know I can't remember who I was saying <laughs> I've never heard of him never heard of him <laughs> Uh, I should have probably written that down. I remembered it, but uh, <laughs> I don't even think he's made the the match day squad for the past two games. No, well. whereas Kabak yeah. started both games. I mean, he. Looked, I mean, he I felt, felt sorry for him in that Leicester game because. Um, yeah, I, I felt. Yeah, I felt sorry for him in that game, but he Allison looked really good out. against Leipzig. Yeah. Tuesday, like, really impressed him there. It's. I don't know. It's just, but anyone coming into that position has got a massive gap to fill. Because, you know, like I said, Van Dyke is 
one of the one of, the, one of if not the best centre back in world football currently. Yeah, yeah, I you know, would agree with that. Or Liverpool fans, the best of all time. Yeah. On topic of Liverpool, <laughs> on on the topic of Liverpool, do you think they'll finish top four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely that's in question. I think as long as we don't drop out, I'm happy. <laughs> Yeah, as long as I say Chelsea. I think I think Leicester have got got some tricky games coming up. I can... It's a, it's a tricky one because I think Leicester looked better than last season, but then at this point last season they were doing quite well. Yeah, they then they had, the, they had the flop at the end. But they yeah. they've had a lot of key injuries. Um, yeah, I mean, Vardy picks up Vardy's injuries. Yeah. Um, Amati Evans. Um, you know, so they've she was injured for a while. Yeah, yeah exactly. They've had key injuries and they've dealt with them really really well. Yeah. And annoyingly, United looked better than they did last season as well. Yeah, that always is. Yeah. Well, but so, I mean, United without Fernandez are literally. Yeah, but then they, they, they've, they've, they've done something they should like. They filled a good big hole last season, which was like up front. I feel like that, you know, bringing Cavani really helped them a lot. Because, mm. you know. Yeah, really, presence up there. Where were you looking at? He is a world class striker. Yeah. That he's just. I mean, he's know, just a fox in the box. Right. He knows where the goal is. And um, scored against I mean, us I plenty of times. The big issue is that that sense of that partnership of Lindelof and Maguire. Why, you know, uh, Solskjaer thinks it's a good partnership, I'll never know. Because if you put a pacey striker, he's getting in behind those two, nine times out of ten. Oh yeah, honestly. So, that, so that, that's that's the Maguire, the eighty million pound fridge. <laughs> I, 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 think, I honestly think it's just a case of you just got to keep winning games and hoping that teams to stop point. I mean, one one of Liverpool, United, and Chelsea are probably going to, are going to miss out on top four. Yeah, it's the way and it looks, and it's it's the way it's going to be because, mm. like I said, the, the competition and the quality in the league is just getting better and better. I mean, well, there's no doubt like City that. will will be a, probably I mean, win the title. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the quality of City squad is, is just phenomenal. I mean, I saw a tweet mm. the other day where the City, they've got they've got players who who will probably, on average, put in like a five, six out of ten performance. But then it's the likes of Sterling, Mahrez, Foden. They're the ones who constantly put in nine out, out of ten, nine out of ten performances. And, yeah. and it's just the, the depth and the quality and depth that City have got is like it's like they needed after last season it was clear they needed a uh, presence at the back they went in bought Diaz bought Diaz yeah good player and, and he's made John Stones look like you know Prime Maldini <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know I'm not like, you know John Stones is in you know improved massively from that it's he's gone from and, not playing to probably I would say one of the first names on my my team for the Euros Exactly, like he's, that's what a presence at the back does. That's what, that's mm. what I said, like Van Dyke, for example. You know, it's it's having that presence, having that someone next to you who's confident, who's calm, who will just show you how to do the basics, you know. Yeah, and we, we forget with City, they've done it all pretty much without Aguero. <laughs> yeah, and well, without yeah, yeah. striker for many weeks. I mean, they turned it's up weird. at it's, it's Stamford Bridge, though. didn't they? Not playing as a striker because mm. if you kind of if you, if you really analyze it, they don't. It's they have Rodri or Fernandinho. They're the only one who has a set position. Yeah, and then it's like the everyone just floats three, around. Everyone just floats, and it's just like it's a nightmare because you don't know who mm. you're marking. No, and then you even got um, 
really struggle with names today. What, what's going? I don't know. My brain's just fried. But um, Cancelo, that's the one. I, I'm my brain. Cancelo, yeah. Yeah, he's dropping into midfield a lot. The city almost have like a back for free. Uh, they're sort of Cancelo, mm. sort of dropping into to help out Rodri or Sinchenko uh, does it as well. Sinchenko is on those drifts into yeah. Both their wing backs sort of push in and sort of play. Mm. It's almost like a two-two, and then everyone else is just floating around. But yeah, I can't see them not winning the title from here. And so I mean, it's just the squad's going to keep getting better. So I think they're the they're the target for everyone else. Because mm. Liverpool haven't got the strength and depth. Uh, United don't really have the strength and depth. Leicester definitely don't. Spurs don't. I'd argue we do, but then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know with Chelsea, do you? You never know. I mean, I mean, I mean we move on from Liverpool again and go on to City against Spurs. Um, uh, was it 3 0? 3 0, I believe it was. Uh, Which game? City Spurs. Uh, yeah, three 0 Spurs are absolutely pathetic in that game. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I mean, there, I mean, there was, there was times when Spurs fans were going about when, when, when the league, and I was, I was actually, <laughs> actually worried for a point. I was like, because that's, that's the thing, He knows how to win league titles, but mm. I feel like his methods of doing it are outdated. Yeah, they're outdated. I don't think his defense is good it's enough. Like, I mean, Eric Dyer. You have so much time this season, and they they they, they go a goal up. They look they look good, and then they just they park the bus against like Brighton yeah. or Fulham or. I'm thinking, they're thinking, why? The best example is West Ham went through nil up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. bottled it <laughs> in classic Spurs. And then style. you know they beat United six 0 this season, so they, they and they've got that quality in in attack. Mm. You've seen it against most recently Everton, and they beat them five four. They they will they will punish a team they will you know destroy a team yeah they got goals they but but it's that you're right defensively they're, they're shambles yeah. talking of defensive shambles Barcelona <laughs> oh god <laughs> I don't know whether it was was brilliance from from sort of PSG or I don't know I look at the Barcelona team and I see Alba PK Busquets. I think oh, the same people is that, is that yeah. they are too reliant. This goes down to same to Juventus as well, in, in a sense. They're too reliant on Messi and yeah. uh, Juventus and Ronaldo. Is that it's very much a case of right, Messi's here, we're going to win the game. Yeah, that's no longer the case, you know, because they haven't replaced those players. They haven't replaced Xavi, haven't replaced Iniesta. No, I mean that guy Petri. There anymore, you know, they haven't replaced um, pure, pure, uh, pure, 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 that's the one. Um, yeah, haven't really replaced those. No, that that Daniel long way, Danny Alves, yeah. Oh, that desk got absolutely ripped to pieces by Mbappe. Yeah, yeah. They haven't replaced these players, and they've they've, they've sold players no. like Neymar, got big money in, and they've gone and spent 100 million on Griezmann, 150. Well, they're supposedly in one billion pound debt. <laughs> It's yeah, Coutinho, the, only, yeah. the only big money sign they've, they've they've made that actually made sense was Dembele, and he hasn't worked out for this reason. No. That kind of made sense because of his age, mm, young injuries has sort of ruined him. But it's a, uh, it's a shame because obviously you look at Barcelona, you think just you know back when no team could beat them. You know what I mean? Oh, they were incredible. Yeah. You know, like in 2012, for example, they absolutely battered. I don't know how we got through that. <laughs> you know, we no, honestly, no. I don't know how we got through that, but 
you know, lucks on your side. <laughs> yeah, you need luck to beat them. Yeah. You know, or a Mbappe to beat them. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're just incredible. But now they're a shadow of themselves, really. You know, no, hundred percent. I haven't I haven't spent money wisely. They in debt. The pandemic as well, because they're very much a club to rely on tourists. You know, yeah. Tours, um, getting their tourists to fill the stadium on match days. Obviously, they've got that fan base. I'm not saying that, you know, the plastic, but, you know, <laughs> they, they, you know, they do rely heavily on that um, tourist-based income. So, obviously, it hasn't helped, but, no, it's a, it's a shame. I mean, obviously, there's, there's been a few games against, against Barcelona in the past for Chelsea. Um, yeah, we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> they but, still hurt. But uh, <laughs> it's still, it's still, yeah, as much as it's kind of nice to see them suffering a bit, it's still, you know, a massive club in terms of football heritage. Oh, history, and, yeah. You know, we, we don't really want to, you know, see them go down like that. But I mean, it's happened to Liverpool. You know, they were they kind of had a few years where they were just there. Yeah. You know, down about. Happens to the best teams, doesn't it? I mean, it's. You know, how much United briefly, it's, it's, you know, like you said, it's going to the best of teams and it's just, you know, it's just the way for a good manager as well. I don't think Coleman's a very... No, I don't. They seem to like employing ex-players like with Guardiola, um, Enrique. I mean, Guardiola. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, true. <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. to be fair, but... There was rumours he was going to go back, but would you go I back there? Know, state I, I mean, you look at City, right? Like I said, with, with City, when he needs a certain position covered, they'll go, okay, that's fine. Here's some money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's straight away they won't mess about. Whereas if he went to arguably any other kind of football, they're not going to give him that kind of, you know, money. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you know, Chelsea, so, but he wouldn't go there, would he? Oh, we're, 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 we're we giving that kind of money that City have given him? I mean, we last summer we spent a lot oh, more than I was expecting us to. Lampard seems to have the biggest budget, well, ever. <laughs> yeah, because we've, well, we've not really backed the manager as well as we did Lampard that summer for a while. We look at no. that, he, he asked for like nine go there with a few others in midfield. He got given Danny Drinkwater. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Camarino <laughs> as, as well. You know, he asked for this player, that player. You know, he got given like Babaraman. Babaraman, <laughs> yeah, Players like this. There's Lampard's like, Chilwell, here you go. Werner, there yeah. you go. CH, there you go. Havertz, you know. I mean, obviously, these are players as well who are brought in for the long term. Whereas you may, you could argue maybe the players that Conte and Mourinho wanted to buy probably weren't there for the long term. No, but yeah, I agree. I mean, anyway, talking of uh, going back to the Champions League, one question that we do have this week. So we'll say four for Chelsea. Who would you rather have in your team, Haaland or Mbappe? Who would you rather sign? Given this this current Chelsea, am I am I so based on Chelsea? Yeah. Yeah. Who would you Harlan, rather have? Harlan, Harlan, that's Spain because if you're going to base it on what two 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 shows currently doing with Chelsea, um, and what I think will probably be the shape and the system going forward, well, I think we'll probably stick with the three at the back 
And I mean, maybe we'll talk about this in a bit. I don't know if I spoke to you about this before, but I've, I've said um, before, and I, I spoke to you about this before, that three at the back has always been the best system available to us based on our squad. Yeah, we have the wing backs for it. And, and it's not just the wing backs, it's also a case of we don't really have wingers. Yeah. CH is an inside, he's either, he's either 10 on inside forward. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could play Pulisic and Hudson Doy out there, but yeah, I think yeah. Hudson Doy in this new system has been brilliant. I think it's yeah, and uh, I think if you're looking forward, like, Go, I mean, if you look, if you go, if you go back to even as far back to the academy, in in, in the academy we do play three at the back, mm. and I do think maybe going forward we should maybe look at to move in like Reese into either midfield or right centre back and keeping mm. Cal out as a win back and having like a front three of Werner, Mount or Havertz, which is why I I said Harlan because Mbappe. Is I mean he's, he's versatile. He could play as you know, out you know, as an inside forward or as, as a striker. But I think as an out and out striker, you would want Harland. Oh yeah, I mean, um, that's just my. I, no. I, I, I think I think I'll, for I'll, me. I'll oh yeah, hundred. I mean for me, I think Mbappe is the better all round player. But like you said, Harland for the system. Hundred percent, I think. I think, yeah, I mean, Mbappe is the better overall player now. But if you put Harlan in, yeah, because he's really. he's just slightly behind him because Mbappe's been playing since he was seventeen from Monaco. Yeah, he's just he's been around yeah, three years and he's still. So he's he's further, he's more developed. I mean, Harlan was playing in Austria, right? He was playing with um. RB Harlan. Salzburg. Yeah, so he was playing in Austria, which is. You know, he's it's not. It's, it's, it's you, not you, you best, talk about you're going to be in a pharmacy and all this. It, it's a skinny it's truck this league, mate. <laughs> in, you know, yeah. the Austrian league. So I think Mbappe is just more developed, which is you know. So you better hope there's no Austrians than, watching, mate. Yeah, you're gonna have them but, on screens. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, no. Mbappe is the more developed player, but you know, if you if you put Holland into a team of more quality and you know, put that develop a time in, to develop him, he's gonna be yeah. just as good, 100%. if not better, than Mbappe. Like his hat trick against Barca, unbelievable. Com- I mean, you're look you're looking at dare I say it, the next Messi Ronaldo. Right? Bold right. statement. <laughs> Bold I mean. Statement. <laughs> I mean, could you name two other youngsters right now, then, if you'd put up there? At that standard, scoring the right, goals no. they do, not really, no. At the level that they do, no. Exactly. So you are definitely looking at the next. Because, of the, I mean, there was that question, wasn't there? Of would Haaland be able to go, when he went to Dortmund, but he still could produce the kind of goals he was, he was you know, producing uh, and he he is, <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah. not, you can't say he isn't. And I think he, he he's definitely done the right thing uh, going to Dortmund. And it's all about the next the next club. Um, yeah, because Dortmund are a selling club. We know they are usually to buy Munich, but I would like <laughs> to see him somewhere else other than the the Bundesliga. But Hustler, it's just buying Munich will buy because I mean, even, I mean Dortmund have done it with um. 
the manager from uh, Mönchengladbach, who is really sought after. And then, obviously, Bayern have then gone to um, Leipzig and took Afrikaner, mm. who, who, after watching that game against Liverpool, I don't think he's much of a centre-back. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean... I, I mean, can't. Um, I can't lie. I, I didn't see much of that game, but from what I've because I've watched him a few times this season, Liverpool being one of them, the games against United, and he was he's, he's error prone. Mm. No, he is. He's twenty one. You can take that into account. But yeah, <laughs> I I think some pros may have dodged a bullet. But you know, I I could say that and then. You know, next season he goes and I was like a, you know, Van Dyke-esque <laughs> kind of campaign yeah. for for um for for Bayern. And but obviously he, he he seems to be one of the replacements for Alba, Alba, mm. um, who who's Houston now sees off. I mean, yeah, would you I'd probably end up at Real Madrid or something like that? Yeah, especially his wages. I mean, would you take him at Chelsea? Alaba. Yeah. I don't see why not. I mean, you look at Thiago Silva and, you know, I could call me crazy, but I think he's probably been one, well, I think he's been probably the best centre-back in the Premier League this year, maybe other than the ones at City. Oh, I said that. I, That's I, a bold I, statement, I, I, but I think he's brilliant. I, the way he, we, he defends we, and reads the game is just... He, we, we took a... He took a pay cut to join us. He cost us absolutely yeah. nothing. We were paying him 100k a week. I mean, yeah. for a 36 year old player. I mean, he got injured, didn't he, against Spurs? Mm. If you if you look at the interception he made to get that injury, it was unbelievable. Like, yeah, it was, it's just the way he reads player. the game is just incredible. It's, it's almost he makes any cinema along John Terry. Like, yeah. You know, you, you talk about that, having that Van Dyke-esque sort of figure or Diaz kind of esque figure, and you can just having him in the side just makes you more solid, more structured. It's mm. he's been a phenomenal player, a phenomenal signing. Like, definitely give him one more year. He's got one more year mm. in him for sure. Um, mm. you know, it's just, it's just oh yeah, for sure. Definitely believe that. He's got in him, mm. and then trying to replace him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would be nice to see him see him stay, but you never know, dear. You never know. I don't, I don't know who we're replacing with. I mean, because I think Tamori's kind of. Yeah, I think he'll do well at AC Milan, and then they'll they'll trigger that clause. Uh, I hope. I, not. I hope not. I don't. I really hope. I not. mean, there was that statement this morning I read on Twitter that Tamori went to Lampard. Was like, why am I not playing? And Lampard sort of turned around and said, "You've got to train harder." Yeah, for me, I think his biggest mistake was not going to West Ham alone in the summer. I think he'd have got regular football there. I know West Ham have built a solid partnership there, but I, I think it was a good good move for him, and then he didn't go. And I don't know what will happen with him now, but it'd be a shame to see him go. I mean, it'd be, it'd be costly to see him go because I think. You know he'll turn into a brilliant player if he leaves. <laughs> other than Guy, I can't really see any other young centre-back from our club being as good as he could potentially be. Nah. Mind you, other than Gilmore, you like Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, do you remember, do you remember in, the, in the pub? Best before, Scottish um, midfielder, by the way. Before, to all you United fans. 
uh, at Liverpool at home. I was given, I was bigging up Billy Gilmore, and you and it was Bill, wasn't it? Was it Bill? It was Lewis, yeah. Lewis, we were okay, saying, Lewis. like, what are you on about? Who's yeah, Billy Gilmore? Yeah, yeah. You, you thought I had too many pints? No. Goes and puts in a man of match performance, has been in his back pocket, and here we go. Yeah. He should be playing. I'm sorry. I, I, no. he, he could do everything Jorginho could do, but quicker as well. You know I don't like Jorginho, though, so I'm not going to talk about it. He doesn't talk about Jorginho's Right. done well, to be fair to him, but, you know, like I said, yeah, he can clearly, clearly can do pretty much everything that Jorginho can do. Yeah, and he's, like, half the age. <laughs> right, moving on now uh, from sort of top, top four, top six to bottom three, who have been in there a while, still a little bit of drift. Do you think it will stay that way? Or can you see one of them coming out and oh. one of Newcastle, Brighton or Burnley slipping in? I'm going to say this straight away. Right? Sheffield United and West Brom are they're finished. They're in the championship. Yeah. They, um, I hope but, West Brom go down, like just so Big Sam's record can... He'll quit, he'll quit before they go down. Yeah, he'll quit. He did that before, <laughs> didn't he? Was it him that did that? Well, no, it was Harry Redknapp with QPR. They're like doomed, and he goes, I have up my knee, I'm off. Sorry, lads. <laughs> Not putting that on my CV. <laughs> before, before I um, right, before, before I say answer, answer the question, I want to ask you this question because someone asked me this and it got me thinking, right? Is, I, I think Scott, right? So, Scott Parker and Graham Potter, I think, are two very underrated coaches mm. because I think the football that Brighton and Fulham are playing is really good, and like defensively, they're pretty well organised I mean Fulham yeah. defence for like equalised against Burnley was shambolic but you know <laughs> other than that it's fairly well organised and someone asked I, I, I don't know I think I know what you're going to say I, I'm still unsure but obviously you look at the way yes I mean I think what those two teams have lacked is a clinical striker oh 100% yeah if you if you look at the way Leeds have played right, and they're really good attacking but defensively they're shambolic right? they're poor at the back yeah would would you say in that case then that Graham Potter and Scott Parker are probably better coaches currently than Bielsa? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um, Someone asked me this, and I don't know what the answer would be, but you you can you see where I'm coming, like, where they're coming from in that kind of question? Because obviously Bielsa's got these playing think, really good football. I mean, but. They're so yeah. unorganised at the back. Yeah. It's so weird watching Leeds. Like, I would never put a bet on them because I just don't know what team because, is going to turn. I mean, they're, they're actually playing now, aren't they, against Wolves? They are. I mean, I can check, I'll check the score. score. They're probably like 6 0 up, and we're. Yeah, it was 0 0 at half time. They lost 1 0. Yeah. Oh, the, so. the goalkeeper scored no goal as well. Melier or Meslier, whatever. He is rubbish, by the way. This, 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 this is the thing of Leeds is that if they weren't so good attacking, they, they attacking football, like, they would be down. If there. They didn't score goals. They would be down there for sure. But and then that's why I think you've got to be like sort of, you know, they turn up some games and just. I think that's why you've got to be incredible. so like. Not, um, so to put heap so much praise on like to Graham Potter and Scott mm. Parker 
especially Scott Parker, because I think like, at one point Fulham were with West Brom and Sheffield United, and they've really improved. Like they, there's there's so much more organised at the back. Mm. Yeah, Fulham, Fulham's starting two centre backs at the start of the season was a doy and I can't remember who the other one was. They've got, they they got that young one. They've got a sign from from City. Who, yeah, Tossin had a had a Rabio and he's he's meant to be Anderson and they've got Odeino as well. Yeah, and Robinson at left back or um, Ariola is a Brian. Singing a good goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he played for Real Madrid and PSG, so he's, he's not half bad. I just like I like the way they've bought. I think it's clever. They've got a good academy as well. A lot so of quick, go, skillful had, players. If they still had Harvey Elliott, I reckon they would be in a better position than they are now. Yeah. <laughs> probably would be. And I think Harvey Elliott would probably be in a better position and not playing on Leonard Blackburn hmm. if he stayed at Fulham. Just, just saying. Some so, <laughs> so, do you reckon them, them three are, are, are doomed, or can you see? No, I, I mean, if you if you think about Newcastle, I don't, I'd, I don't I'd love them to go down. They're so boring. It's, it's, a, it's a good away day, though. It's a good away day. It's a good away day, but if, if it's on a, I won't miss them weekend, steps. Yeah. I won't miss them steps. No, it's a, <laughs> I don't know how they got away that song, but on a, on the weekend, you know, after you lose to Newcastle away, which Chelsea always seem to do. Night yeah. out of Newcastle, top tier. Yeah, top tier. Top, <laughs> That's the only good thing about it. Um, It'll patch over a Steve Bruce masterclass. They're not, they're not kind of awesome. I mean, they weren't. He's injured they weren't now. Bad against they weren't awful. Like, I, they weren't terrible, but they weren't no. good either, were they? They were. They they were in the first half. They were all over the place, and that diamond mm. they were playing clearly wasn't working. Yeah. But in the, in the second half, they kind of came out and um, you know, you know, really picked up. And I asked us a few questions. I mean, these are for them six points adrift, and they've got some tough games coming up. It's I I reckon Sheffield United and West Brom are down, but I reckon Fulham can claw New. Fulham maybe, yeah. I I. But Brighton and Burnley won't go down. Nah, I think I think Burnley will be okay. Unfortunately, I'd love them to go down as well. Actually, I quite like Burnley. I like. I just like. I don't know. I like the. Uh, I mean, they don't have a lot of money, and they've done quite well. Sure. Actually, here, here, here's another question for you. Actually, um, so see, Burnley got taken over in January, didn't they? Yes, by so uh, American. Do you think? Because I think Sean Dyche done a phenomenal job at Burnley. Considering that their their quality of the squad is probably championship at best, most of it other than Nipo. Oh yeah, 100%. really. And Tarkowski, um, very good. But um, do you think with a bit more money he can maybe? Do you think he do you think he'll improve prove them, or do you think maybe they you know they're going to start investing more in the squad? They're going to need a better manager because I don't think he's a bad manager. I'd keep the manager. I just. <laughs> thing is they they all complement each other all the players like the long balls the the I don't know, they're just they're it's not nice but there's, there's got to be a point where you think because even though it's probably coming kind of for right you know what we're we can keep Sean Dyche and what he's doing and we're just staying in the Premier League every season and just you know just you know just take take the money and invest it into whatever because I'm pretty because the American owners have probably got like an American football team or 
baseball. Yeah, game. or something like that. Yeah. Or they could think, well, we could maybe do something here and try and turn Burnley into. Because there was a point when they were in the Europa League. It, yeah, it, they were, weren't they? I think they got knocked out by Olympiacos, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think if they're going to spend money, I I would I would be interested to see if they did sign some, you know, like Newcastle, like a Fraser and a Wilson, see what they could do. But I can't see them changing much. Maybe spend but, a bit of money in the, the, the midfield. Because every, every year there's always someone who thinks, oh, yeah, Burnley are going to go down, but they're never going to go down. No, they're not. They're going to be here forever, mate. <laughs> yeah. Annoyingly. But you got one. Mate. I think Sean Dyche's done a really, really good job. Hmm. hundred percent. But yeah, but I, then, I think they'll well, stay up. But at the same time, though, we said, "Well, I mean, Eddie Howe, we thought Bournemouth. I thought Bournemouth would never go down, and they went down last season." Yeah, they had a rotten. And they, they can stay down as well, actually. Yeah. Until they get a bigger stadium. They're in the playoff places, though, so uh, they they can drop down to those uh, <laughs> out those. Please. Nah, I, I I think I think them three that are in there now will. I would like to see for them just for Scotty Parker, but I think that'll go down. And then coming up, I think Norwich will come back. And then they'll go straight back down again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we won't talk too much on that. I think I would like to see Brentford come up. Yeah. Another West London Derby. West London team. I want to bring in another West London team. Yeah. Mind you, you have what? Five, six London derbies a season? So it's. Um, and I love playoffs. Love London derby. Playoffs championship. I like to see Watford come back. Yeah, Watford. Another Watford. another Londonish derby. That Troy Deeney moment. And Ben oh. Foster's logs would be class as well. Yeah, yeah Ben Foster's logs. Other than I, when I, they score one. Yeah, from GK. That is unbelievable. What do you think about that? Actually, that's a quick, that's a good question. Do you think? That is a good you, question. There's, there's, some, there's some people who don't think that's right, but I think. Yeah, I think it's professional. Because he's he's close, in, yeah. in game, he's not he's not paying attention to the camera unless he's like no. celebrating. You know, yeah. he's got a goal. He'll go. That's the end of time. But I like think in game, he's he's, he's, he's yeah. paying attention. He's focused. You can you can. You think how many people? Yeah. You look at his subscribers. I think he's almost on half a million. Gotcha. And you can see how many views he gets. Could you imagine if like a Premier League goalkeeper did that? How many views I'd get? It's like right, there's a lot of people out there that want to want to see that content. Yeah, do you remember? It's, could you imagine Kepa doing it? <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a he's on, sliver for his legs at like one. He's on four hundred seventeen thousand. Yeah, it's almost and, uh, and, half a million. And his vlogs do sort of average around the. I mean, well, it is, it, it, it does vary. I mean, uh, there's some. It's, it's gone past one. I think a million views. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, all in the, they're all in the high, they're all above 100,000. It's just enjoyable to watch, and you know, all, each video is like 10 to 15 minutes long. And, and he, he doesn't show too much either. It's not like. No, it's just little snippets, isn't it? It's not more than what a. You know, when the clubs do behind the scenes, it's not more than that. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, like you don't see like meetings or anything. You just see, just see him joking around playing sort of countdown with. Tom cleverly, and, and then you, you just see Will Hughes swearing all the time. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> he's a character. Yeah, and it's good. I want to see more people do that, but obviously it's hard. Maybe if you're on the bench every week, you could do it. Get Willie Caballero to do it. <laughs> it it's only work for goalkeepers. No, that's the thing. Yeah. It only work for goalkeepers. 
Yeah, because if you you could do you could do if you're on the bench. You know, Donny Van der Beek could do it. He's on the bench every week. <laughs> I mean, you could do like a player just, just vlog it, so like you don't show the in-game stuff because you got in trouble for showing the in-game stuff in the EFL, and then they kind of like, oh, you know what? You're not doing any harm. We'll let you do it. It's just a bit of fun. It? Like fans can't go to the stadiums. It's just like like he said actually in one of his videos. It's um to sort of fill that like void, void. of yeah. missing out in football. So I oh, know I like it. I think it's a good idea. I like I to see how people do it. Yeah, I watched all of it. I think he did one the other day that was just a cycling game out of this. <laughs> he's, he's done a few of them out of his son, I think, where he's uh, showing off like goalkeeping rules. Um, yeah, actually, no, I did see that one. Yeah, that, I, I think solely for Ben Foster's YouTube videos, I want to see Watford come up with Brentford and Norwich. And you got to think about as well, right, is that football players, their careers are so short, so like, not all of them will earn that. I mean, Ben Foster's earned that money. He's been at United and you know, West Brom and other big Premier League clubs. So he hasn't earned that money. But a lot of them won't earn that sort of money where they're like, they're, they're set for life. So it's all about no. the next step outside of football. And not everyone wants to be a pundit or, or coach. I mean, David Myler, for example, he's gone from... Yeah, he's a, he does FIFA videos, doesn't he? He does. He yeah. streams and uploads. <laughs> and he does lots I know, of videos. I think Aguero does... Live streams. Mm-hmm. Harry Kane did. Dele Courtois did. does them, I think. Although yeah, he's he a snake, so I'm not talking about him. <laughs> Don't talk about that, that lanky Belgium snake. <laughs> I'll never forgive him. Never forgive nah. Him. I really Down wanted us to draw Real Madrid that Champions League season after he left. Could you imagine oh, him walking oh, down the Matthew oh, Arden? <laughs> God, he would have got a bottle thrown at him. <laughs> <laughs> Something would have gone wrong. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so another topic, obviously, uh, to talk about is the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, with Brentford coming out and saying that the gesture is degrading and that they don't want to continue taking the knee before the games, and Wilfred Zaha come out and said similar thing. Uh, what's your opinion on obviously them choosing not to do it and also the the taking of the knee and the Black Lives Matter movement in football sort of in a whole appropriate at first obviously with George Floyd and everything else going on in the world um obviously racism is still a massive issue in society and mm. it shouldn't it shouldn't be you know but I still think there's so many people who are from the era unfortunately it's a real shame. Um, but I think well, I think once we stop wearing Black Lives Matter on the back of the shirt, I think maybe we should have stopped the knee then because I think it, especially recently, it's kind of shown that it's just not working as much as we want it to work. Because um, obviously the it, it's just it's just seems to be after every game is is an issue of a player having abuse thrown at them on social media, racist, racist abuse mm. thrown at them on social media. And yeah, and in, in particular, Man United players as well. It's, it's, and it's just, it's kind of just showing, as Wolf Saha pointed out, it's just not working anymore. Mm. Like, I think just people understanding the message behind it. Yeah. I do think it, it kind of took that one club and that one player to kind of speak out first for more clubs to follow suit. I do, I do think that we need to Still show our support against racism, and but maybe not 
taking the anymore because I just, I just, I think it's starting to show it's just not working as well as, as well as we want it to. Yeah. And and it's just a real. No, I, I do agree. Because you've done it for so long, and you know, just to still see players receiving abuse. Hmm. You know, I, I think social media they aren't doing a lot. I mean, like Twitter, for example, but just find it quickly. They came out and said that they will, they will not stop um, anonymous accounts sort of posting abuse and stuff, which is questionable. You know, very very questionable. So, um, so I think they need to do more. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, against abuse. I mean, for me, it's like, I mean. <laughs> It's a weird one. Do you keep doing the nil or do you not? I mean, certainly it's, the nil's been going on, but nothing's changing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, I mean, the social media platforms aren't doing enough. I mean, uh, it is a tricky one. I think there needs to be... It almost is going to get to a point where... These players, Marcus Rashford, Tuan Zerbi, Martial, they're gonna they've got to come to a point where it's like, well, I don't want to play if I'm gonna be racially abused, you know. I mean, well, then I'm not gonna play. You know, it, it, I mean, I think I think even just like I mean, like I think if you want to stop racist abuse, you probably got to stop abuse in general. Like it's like I mean. You yeah, know, for like sure. Fans just going on Twitter after the game and calling like yeah, like the Mike, Mike, Mike Dean as well. Donkey. Yeah. <laughs> you know things like that. You know, it's like we we don't mean it in an offensive way. I mean, so we're not we're not throwing racist abuse. We're not we're not, obviously we're not saying we do that. We we're just mm. you know. It, I think just abuse in general. Like you want to stop one form, but you got to stop all forms of it. Yeah. If, if a player, you know, missed a penalty or something, gave you thinking. Instead of going on social media and adding them saying, oh, Rudiger, you're this, or Kepa, you're this, or Junior, this, whatever. Um, maybe just, just, just say it in your head. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just just think, you know what, they're, they're human too. You know, yes, they get paid a lot of money, but, you know, everyone, everyone makes mistakes. So, you know, you, yeah. you, you, you can go to work in the morning, you can make a, a mistake. You know, they're going to go on social media and say, oh, George, you know, you're this and I have to make that mistake. No, they're not. So, no, exactly. It will have to come to a point on these social media platforms where they, they've got to do something about it. I mean, I yeah. think, like I said, I think you, you, when you have social media, you should have your passport and your um, your driving license, a form of identification, yeah. because like, there are some people who know they can go online and abuse someone and they can hide their IP. Yeah. They can, you know, yeah. I mean, you don't necessarily have to have a picture of, your profile picture doesn't have to be of you. No, but as long as you've provided some sort of, you know, just you can just make a random email with a random name, random date of birth. You can make it all, you know, I could make it up completely. Whereas, so it's like, you know, anyone can do it. It's you've got. I think you should need to sort of give that identification so people can know who you are and what you're saying. I think think you should still be allowed to be anonymous online. I think because some people. Some people they like the anonymous. Feel more yeah. comfortable doing it. Yeah. They want to be able to interact. I mean, I don't have a my picture on Twitter. Yeah. I, I just, there's no reason. And then you've got your <laughs> usernames, your your name. So we know. Yeah, my username is my name. Yeah. So 
yeah, but like I said, I don't there's no worries. I don't have my picture. I just, I just yeah, prefer not to. Yeah. But then, like, like I said, like, I do have my full name and stuff like that. Um, but you know, I think, I, I think you know, if people don't want to have their full name and the picture. Fair enough, that's understandable. But at least provide mm-hmm. photo identification so Twitter have done use base. So if you do see something racist or something out of line that is judged as a criminal offence, because racism is a criminal offence. Yeah, it's, yeah. And, if you were caught saying it in front of a police officer in the stadium, you'd be arrested. It needs to, yeah. It almost needs to be like some sort of social media police. But <laughs> I mean, a, I mean, there is that you know there has been times where social media has been used to sort of stop abuse. I mean, like there's been times where I hate mentioning it, but Chelsea fans have been caught being racist on social media and then they yeah. you know they don't uh, I believe it was for Prague a couple of seasons ago where they're making a swing about Salah and um, oh, yeah. it was used it was used then to you know subsequently ban them from the game and then future Chelsea games. Mm. There is that kind of um element of it but I think no I think general more needs to be done. Mm. Yeah certainly um Certainly, a topic where you could talk about it for ages and yeah, so many opinions and sort of solutions to the issue. But um, yeah, I mean that's what that is one that we could definitely make an entire episode just talking about it, rather than briefly skimming over it for five ten minutes. But um, in in oh, another news story this week, National League, North and South. Yeah. Um the clubs voted to suspend uh suspend the season to so end the season, not avoid it essentially. Um which was probably to be expected because I'm because that basically means that below National League all non league football is being suspended, which is something I expected to happen. I'm, I'm I expected this sort of thing to happen a while ago. I'm I'm surprised that a lot of League One and League Two clubs are kinda of, I mean they're probably not comfortable. But they're still kicking along, playing games behind closed doors. Yeah. I mean, um, obviously for for you know when you go when you go below the championship into League One and League Two and National League and below especially, gate money, gate receipts are so important. Mm. I mean, there's I was reading into it and it's like, you know, clubs like Notts County, for example, a National League club who get quite a big attendance. You know, they've <laughs> lost out on a lot of money, and you know it's. You know, some clubs will be okay. They've got good financial backing and whatnot, but there are some clubs down there that just haven't got it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's it all seems to be a case of that the clubs who have voted for it are ones who aren't really going to be affected by it. So they're going to be like, um, you know, they're probably mid-table or going to be relegated. Yeah, I mean, you see um, like postponements like every week. The lower down you go. I mean, like, like you said, in the in the tiers, it's just harder. I mean, like, if you're, I don't know, for example, say Bruno Fernandez at Man United, you know, you've got people that do stuff for you, so you can stay in your bubble. Like, whereas if you're, I don't know, say Champions City, for example, you, know, you don't have people to do it for you. You're more exposed to catch the virus, and you don't you don't have the bubbles as such. And, um, yeah, I think, I mean, I've seen plenty of games postponed this year and it's just, yeah, you're right, no, you're it's just, it's hard. It's hard for them to, to continue. testing yet. That's a good point. I mean, there was that issue where they thought, um, the FA Cup 
wasn't really safe to play because obviously in the Premier League regular testing is expected. Is yeah, the FA Cup, yeah. Yeah, you know, whereas you know, lower down you get you can't really afford it. Yeah. I mean Leighton Orient, for example. I mean t- I mean Spurs Spurs pay for him to get the test done in the first place. Mm. And then that game got the game got voided, didn't it? Yeah. It did, indeed. I mean there was games uh, well, I mean we there was Derby. Um and at Villa. I know Villa Villa obviously game. set out the kids. Um Derby put out the kids, lost to Chorley. There's there's probably some more examples, but but no, it, it is a shame. I mean, obviously, it's. I, I believe what's going to. From what I last read is that um, teams in National League, you don't get relegated down to National League North or South. But then I believe you'll still get promoted from National League. It, I don't know if I fully agree with that because if you can't get relegated, I don't see why you should be able to get promoted. No, it's. And vice versa. Obviously, yeah. these two teams are dropping down. But. It is. Um... It is hard. I mean, obviously, there's there's no right or wrong answer to whatever they choose. I mean, if they decide to just void the whole thing, the people at the top of the league will be like, well, hang on a minute. <laughs> we deserve to be promoted, whereas the team at the bottom will be like, well, yeah, that'll, that'll do. Yeah, we'll just call it void. <laughs> it is difficult. And then, and then also Obviously, last season it was not avoided, and then there'll be teams who were probably going to get promoted, and they thought, oh, okay, well, you know what? COVID's happened, can't do anything about it. It's got to go next season. They've gone again, they're back up there again. They think, all right, right this is our chance, and then take away from them again. You know, mm, that's really, yeah. That's, it's soul destroying, really. It's like you, know, you, you, you pick yourself up once, you've got to do it again. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's just the way the way the last two years been, I suppose. It's been hard and it's been unfair. But it's just the way it is, unfortunately, I suppose. It's the way of the world. Yeah. As we draw to a close for this episode, it's time for 60-second predictions. So we've got 60 seconds to do 10 Premier League fixtures. Nine. Which is... Oh, yeah, Wolves already played, so, yeah, nine. Nine fixtures. the, The world's most pointless derby on Monday night as well. Brighton Crystal Palace, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a tin pot derby, it really is. We're certainly going to um, upset. But they are going over the motorway. Right, I'm going to set the, set the timer on my watch. And I'm going to uh, read them out. Do... Oh, we so I'll, it I'll, I'll read it out, and then you yeah. say yours, then I say mine, then I'll read out the next one. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to set the timer on your marks. Set. Go. Southampton, Chelsea. Uh, 3-0 Chelsea. You go 2-1 Chelsea. Burnley, West Brom. 2-0 Burnley. Uh, 1-0. Liverpool, Everton. 1-0. 2-1 Liverpool. Fulham, Sheffield United. 2-0 Fulham. 1-0 Fulham. West Ham, Tottenham. 3-2 West Ham. I'll stick with my 2 all for that. Villa Leicester? 2 1 Villa. You know, I'm going to go 0 0 for that. <laughs> Arsenal, Man City? 3 1 City. I'm going to go 4 0 City. United, Newcastle? 4 0 United. 
four nil United. I'm gonna go two nil, two nil Man United. Then Brighton Palace. Uh, I'm gonna go with two one Brighton. We go one all. And we'll cook up his helms up. Minute four seconds. Okay, we can allow four seconds. We can allow that. We can allow that. <laughs> we can allow four seconds. That's not too bad. But, um, I there we have it. Yeah, these 60 it. second predictions. Probably um, got them all wrong, but. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, gonna, we're also gonna, we're gonna do like a leaderboard um, as well. Uh, so you get uh, so I think we'll, we'll do we'll do a point if you get the if you say if so for example I went four nil United say United win I get a point but if I get the you correct scoreline I'm gonna go two points. All right, yeah, I like that. And we do a leaderboard and we could do like a forfeit for whoever the loser at the end. For whoever loses, yeah, I rate that. I like that idea. And then uh, yeah, yeah no, if you've got any questions for next week, I mean we're gonna aim to have these uploaded uh, every Saturday. Yeah, Friday or Saturday, every weekly episodes as we go. Um, but obviously, we'll try and get like an extra one in the week as well, just covering a single topic. Um, I think yeah. we'll try. We might try to do one next week. Um, probably be on. I think racism and online abuse might be a good first one to start with. Uh, we've got just seven ones, maybe like VAR referencesions, maybe sort of talk in depth about. I mean, we could talk in depth about Chelsea for. Hours. Yeah, that could be a series. That. That could, oh. especially this season <laughs> Christ uh, we could be here we could be here for well until Covid's over yeah <laughs> so, honestly yeah. mind you is that ever going to end I don't know <laughs> that that could be an episode yeah, we could, yeah. About Covid that would, that would be oh, delightful but yeah we'll obviously um, we'll have all the links and stuff to, so, uh, to Twitter YouTube channels Spotify um but yeah, if you've got any, like I said, any questions, follow on Twitter. Um, you want to, you know, want us to cover your club a bit more, or you know, any sort of players, let us know. Um, but yeah, yeah that's everything for for this week. Yeah, like Louis said, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, like and subscribe, and also drop a comment for anything you'd like us to talk about or any questions you want us to answer. Other than that, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>